What up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we discuss college football canceled for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 yet. The Big 12 SEC ACC still plan on playing. We give out our bubble MVP and our first teamers. We talk Giannis. We talk new guests in the bubbles. And then we rank breakfast entrees. It is a hilarious conversation. Who is the goat of the carb breakfast foods, waffles, pancakes, French toast, Finally, a rant from Eagleson on what the puck. If you are new to the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify. We would really, really appreciate that. We are your sports group chat. You may notice the new podcast art. It is super exciting. It embodies our podcast, which is a fun way of talking sports. So, Snapback Fam, new app. Let's get it. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. I'm honestly kind of impressed. I've done that a lot. I don't really mess it up a lot. It, it takes more skill than you would think. Abe, what is on your mind today? It's not what's on my mind today. It's what's on my mind in the next 23 minutes. Should we fill them in? Fill them in. So, fam, Jack and I, you've obviously all seen Jack's impressive, unprecedented bet of the day streak. 11 and 1? Uh, 12 and 1. 12 and 1, sorry. Um, so we decided to test the luck a little bit. Test the waters, see how Jack's been doing betting. And we just placed the dirtiest bet of all time. It's grimy. So we essentially faded one of the hottest people in the bubble, Michael Porter Jr. We have a matchup bet between Michael Porter Jr. and Marcus Morris. The, The Clippers and the Nuggets are about to play in 20 minutes. This is Wednesday night. But we have Mook plus four. So if MPJ has 20... And Luke has 16. We don't lose. We tie. We tie. But this is our way to press its luck. This is this is going to be fun for this is going to be really fun for everyone listening because they're only going to hear the result. Like they're going to know what happened. We don't know what happened. We're sitting in that, and they're going to know what happened. So if you're listening to someone this make Thursday someone morning, make a meme of the result of what happens, yeah, and then me and Thursday Jack's reaction. afternoon, if if Michael Porter Jr. goes off tonight and Mook. Puts up a goose egg. Abe and I are in financial troubles. Please bail us out. It might be another. <sighs> there might be another bleach cocktail in my future. But look, Mook didn't. He got. He got me a first round pick. Dude, and I, I, I don't. If, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Betting. On if Marcus he delivers Morris. us anything else, <laughs> that is just a cherry on top. All right, into the big news of the week. We're actually going to start in <clears throat> college football. College football has canceled the fall season in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. So Abe's Nittany Lions are undefeated, undefeated, but also zero wins. Pretty crazy. Um, But then today, the Big 12, my conference, Hook'em Horns, Go Texas, Sammy Heisman, you know the spiel, announced our full schedule beginning on September 26th. So two conferences, completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Abe, you are obviously, you're falling in this situation. What's your reaction? 
My reaction was I wasn't shocked, obviously. You and I both talked about how we knew that college football wasn't going to happen, not because it shouldn't have happened, but just because of the nature of the NCAA and and what they're after. Um, But I think the Big Ten and the Pac-12, I'm not saying they made the wrong decision, but they rushed it way too hard. They're trying to say, listen, they're trying to say that they're making this decision in the best interest of the athletes. Are they? Where where do well, they, here's where, the oh, thing. Yeah, no, I want to say a few more things. Where do the athletes go from here? Do they go home? If you're bringing forty thousand students onto campus, what's the difference in terms of catching the virus between having them in dorm rooms? Are you going to monitor them? Are you going to be testing them every day? Because a lot of players are the players wanted to play. Let's get that out of the way. They wanted mm-hmm. to play. Now, where, except your best player, except Micah Parsons. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a top five pick. But let's be honest. of college football isn't going to the draft. This is different for them. This is what they do. This is how they get through school. What happens to their scholarship? What happens? um, Do they go? Do they stay on campus? Do they go home? You have guys that are speaking up. I saw the Mississippi State quarterback speak up that says he doesn't want to go home. Football is an escape from him. He comes from a bad area where crime is very rapid. These guys aren't necessarily safer not on the football field. Yeah, um, it's a complicated situation. My thing is, from my understanding, it actually sounds like the NCAA didn't make this decision. Like, it was the conferences. We didn't even get that's, yeah, to Yeah, that's the, what I meant. The big, yeah. Right. We didn't even get to the NCAA, which is, like, the greatest thing for them because they still haven't had to do anything, and we know when they're in charge of making decisions they make some wild decisions it's you know it feels early because they were the first ones to shut down but we're we're we were two weeks away from the college football season like i don't even know they've been practicing it's such a weird situation let me ask let me ask you a question so if the college football players were going to have a season you have to Mm -hmm. imagine they would be under a huge microscope in terms of what they do where they are who they're interacting with you have to imagine they would be tested on the day, on the every other day-ish. If they're not playing football and they're not under that microscope, you think they're going to be more at risk to get corona than they would be more if they at were risk, playing? Potentially more at risk to get corona, without a doubt. But that's I think it's thing. a no-brainer. Their argument is we just don't know. Like, we have absolutely no clue. So that's my thing. Why not, instead of canceling it outright, why not pushing the season back? A month or two, taking away a few games. Because nothing, they're back. not going to know anything. It's it's the long-term effects. That's always been the message, which is like, okay, this guy runs into him. He coughs on him. He gets corona. And he, for 20 years, has horrible breathing. I'm telling you, know? you I'm telling you that that's a way safer environment, in my opinion, than being I, I don't on a college with that. campus. And that's what really flipped it for me, was when the players came out and the pundits came out and said, you know, they're going to be tested more. They're going to be under a microscope, like you said. I was all for it. It just felt like we were running out of time. On the flip side, the spring season that's been proposed just doesn't seem realistic with the timeline. So I don't think we've even like fully recognized like there will be no college football for those two conferences for an entire year. That sucks. Like That sucks. Penn State's athletic director told their season ticket holders that they'll probably lose upwards of $9 million from canceling it this season. 
which is crazy. And that's not even to to mention the other programs. Yeah, the, this is just football. This is just right, football. the other sports. And there was a report yesterday on the news that Michigan, the city of Ann Arbor and the state of Michigan, generates $80 million worth of revenue for other businesses, bars, restaurants, merchandise, apparel, all that stuff. All of that is gone. The ripple effect is going to be massive. There's no doubt. Now you get the interesting conversation of a team like Nebraska is talking about looking elsewhere to play. Does Ohio State go to the SEC? (laughs) There is nothing more that I would love than for James Loser Franklin to take Penn State Take them down south, play against the SEC for a year, and lose by 50 every game. Every game. Do you know how realistic it is? I don't even understand I don't, like, I, how that would I don't, work. I don't understand how that would work in terms of home versus away. Will there be a bubble? I have seen the idea being floated around that schools might pair up to play and do a pay-per-view. Which would be, could you imagine if just LSU and Alabama? But a pay-per-view, would that would suck. Could you imagine the players Rutgers versus Kentucky? Well, like, no one's paying for that shit. That's my point. And we already get Alabama LSU for free on CBS with their regular cable package. Yeah, but I'm saying no, that it wouldn't be to the cable package. You would have to, in order to watch it, you would have to either what we but would how do. Would one, they, I mean, is, these are a ton of hypotheticals, but how do they get out of a contract with CBS to then charge paper? What do I look like a lawyer? I'm just reporting <laughs> what I read on Twitter. Come on, give me a break. Um, all right, so let's talk positives to college football. It looks like the ACC, Big 12, and SEC are going to play. Because of that, they re-released the Heisman odds, and Sammy Heisman is the second favorite to win the award. Uh, Sam I think Ellinger. I think we have to we have to talk about nope, this bet. Nope, because you said the other day, you said, oh, I, this, this sure helps your bet. And I said, you're damn right it did. And you thought maybe, you know, he could be top 10 in odds. No, I've been telling you, this is a senior quarterback in one of the most prolific offenses in the Big 12. There's a reason he... He will Listen, be in New can York. We, can we revisit and, this conversation after the battle of Marcus Mars versus Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> to see how much money you're down? Yeah. Yes, we can. But Trevor Lawrence, obviously Fields falls out of the race. I don't know if, like, maybe he would have been top five regardless. I think he would have. Um, but now, like, it's crazy to say, but he's like the second best quarterback in college football now. I mean, you could say that, but what did everyone think about joe burrow this time last year there's always the a one guy that's coming out of nowhere right so, so he the one guy coming as out of, of as of one as of Sam july as of august 12th sure he's up there okay i'll take that but a lot august of conversation a lot of weeks. a lot of conversations around of okay if you have the big 10 and the pac 12 that's two of the power fives what does a potential if they do crown a champion what does that mean in my opinion it means the same exact thing Right, because it's always going to be Alabama, Clemson, LSU, maybe Ohio. Ohio State has gotten blown out in the playoffs. Essentially, well, they lost Not last a year, close yeah. game to Clemson, but they've never yeah. they haven't been anything in the playoff recently. The Pac-12, yeah. come on, they're always a fun story, but they're never up there. It's, if we get an Alabama versus Clemson, that's where college football should be. Alabama Clemson ah. should play a best of seven, seven weeks long. Sell it, pay the players, everyone will be happy. Except, I except wish the millions. Of- I had bookmarked the tweet. It was, it was comedy. Someone tweeted out, "How are they going to finish the college football season playoff without a Big Ten conference or Pac-12?" 
Like they've been in every title game except for the 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 13, 12, 11, 10, 8. Like they, I think a Big Ten team's gone to the title game like three or four times in the past 20 they years. They always like throw a Pac 12 or a Big Ten in. Right. But let's be honest, it's coming down to Clemson. It's I mean, coming look, down to this Alabama. Was, this was the year for Ohio State. They were there last year. They lost a lot, but Fields gets another year. You'd it's a huge bummer for, for them. State. It's a huge bummer for them. Um, but yeah, it looks like... Who do, you feel, who do you feel most bad for? The big 12 teams who are going to get run over. I mean, we're going to go undefeated in the conference. Actually... It's going to be brutal for you because we're actually that good. Okay. It's nuts. It's nuts. And we don't have to go to Death Valley anymore. We just got to sweep our games. Home away games aren't even a factor. Normally, we play in uh, Who's Oklahoma that? State, Who's that? Uh, Kansas State. What's we would the, lose what's that the, game um, every year. What's the new Oklahoma quarterback's name? He's Rattler. A, he's the ugliest kid in the world. Yeah, he's no ugly as shit, but my good. God, can he play football? Nah, Spencer Rattler, his name is? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We'll oh, be you're fine. scared. You can hear it in your voice. Um, we only travel out of the state one time all season. So, to the NBA, <laughs> NBA we go. Uh, seating is set in the East. You have got. I feel like the Bucks got screwed. How did the Nets stay at seven? That was wild. So the Bucks will face off with the Magic. The Nets are playing the Raptors. Philly is playing the Celtics, and then Heat Pacers. Warren has plantar fasciitis, but it sounds like he's actually going to play, which is kind of surprising. Um, so the East is set. West should be set pretty, pretty soon. Um, but let's talk about the NBA. They wanted to give awards for the restart. And we're going to talk bubble MVP and first team all bubble. Let's start first team. Abe and I agreed on the first three. That's Dame, Book, and TJ Warren. Those guys have just been absolutely different on a different level. But our four or five, I think we had some disagreements. So who do you have at the four and the five? I changed my four at the last second. And you then, didn't have to type it. You, you're, no, I did I to... did to bring up his, his stats. Gotcha. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. Okay. Uh, he's been balling for the Celtics. He's clearly set out to be like that number one option on the guy, even though they signed a max player in, Jason, in uh, Kemba. I mean, he comes out of the restart with 34. Follows it up with 23, 19, 18, 29, 29. He's got the Celtics in the three spot. I mean, they, they look good, man. They look really good. Kemba healthy, Hayward. I don't know. I'm seeing the six seed up seven on the number two seed right now. <laughs> Is that what you're freaking out about? Um, yeah, they look really good, but I went with Michael Porter Jr., and hopefully this Boo! is a jig. Hopefully this is a jig. You're mush. He's, You're mush. He's, I'm obsessed with the Nuggets. I've considered placing a future on them like 10 separate times. I just don't think people understand. They just added an elite wing who is having an off night tonight, knock on wood, to a roster. We've never seen that before. You should give, a, um, give, give Trudeau a text when we hang up. He, he's he's yeah. high on the Nuggets. I, Big I time on the Nuggets. Hey, I mean, and, no, never mind. Don't get me talking. And then my five is Nurk. Nurkic has been spectacular for them. He was exactly what they needed. Whiteside was putting up gaudy numbers, but like that dude is just so bad. Like, Nurkic, he Nurkic, he cannot defend a pick and roll to save his life. <laughs> the, both of them are brutal defending. He gets roll. put on an island. At the center, I was going to go with Joel because he stuck, came out, he dominated early. 
Um, but he sat a he sat a game. He got never mind about this game. But I'm gonna go the unicorn. I'm going Zinger, Kristaps, Porzingis. I mean, thirty and eight, twenty two and seven, thirty and nine, twenty six and eleven, thirty six and six. This guy has been doing it all for Dallas. He's been scoring. He's been getting down low, getting mismatches in the paint. I saw him doing it yesterday. Um, I forget, oh, on he was getting CJ in the paint, shot right over him. I mean, he can stretch it out to three. He's been balling. They won't do anything in the playoffs, but it's cool. They're fun. All right, sixth and seventh man, and then some shouts. The NBA is not giving out sixth and seventh man, just Abe and I are, and then shouts. My sixth man, he's obviously not a sixth man, but Luca, like he's just really, really good <laughs> and has been good. And then seven, our boy Derek White. Dude has been hooping, and let's just talk about the timing. Number one comes on the snapback sports pod. Was that when did we talk pre bubble right before the bubble? Was it right before he was I'm leaving? The, I'm gonna look up the. It day. wasn't right before the game started. Remember, they had to be there, you know, three weeks ahead of time. So yeah, no, we right interviewed before. we interviewed him on. Oh my god, March fourth. Corona had been in the U.S. by then. No, no, no. We interviewed him again, dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking. Yeah, I was yeah. talking in person when we first. No, met. no, no. No, I'm talking the timing of we interview him. He goes to the bubble. Oh yeah, that was July first. He was leaving he hoops eight days out later. of his mind, and he's on a contract year. And then I see photoshops of him in a Knicks jersey, and then I close the laptop because I got too excited. Listen, Derek, I know you're listening to this. I know you have a big game coming up um, tomorrow. We're trying to get that eight seed. Let me hold a mill. Let me hold a mill. <laughs> A singular mill, and then we will points bet it, which is probably not what we should do. I'm giving a shout, though, to one player who deadass could be on this list as a starter. Carmelo Anthony is averaging 22-6 and in the bubble. He's been special. A lot of people out there have to sign their apology forms. I'm not one of them. You might say I am, the way I talked about Melo, because saying I didn't want him for the Sixers. I'm still. I was watching Tobias Harris and Carmelo Anthony guard each other the other day, and I swear to God, they were looking in a mirror. <laughs> and I'm talking about Denver, Carmelo Anthony and Tobias Harris. Now they're the same player. Uh, okay, all right. But my Who sixth man, Derek White, at seventh man is way too disrespectful. Derek White at sixth man, the guy can do everything. He definitely leads the bubble in charges taken. I'll tell you that. He like no doubt seven about it. Kyle game. Lowry is crying to his agent about that. Kyle Lowry. Shorty got the fatty. <laughs> Who's your seventh Seventh man? man, also out of Portland, coming out of nowhere, the new Steph Curry, Gary Trent. Oh. I mean, the guy is a bull. I haven't seen dude miss a shot. You know, the, the funny thing is, I remember being obsessed with him early on in his, in his year at Duke, and he was not good. <laughs> he was not good. But the guy is a hooper. He's shooting like 89% from three, like 140% from the field. The guy is balling. And he's on a rookie deal. He could be he could be big for the maybe they look to trade Dame or CJ, start building around young guys. Who knows? <laughs> Build around Trent and Melo. All right. Next topic is Giannis. We'll do this briefly because I know Abe just wants to throw shots at Giannis. There's nothing um, to throw shots about. You're the MVP <laughs> of the league. Who on God's earth do you think you are headbutting Mo Wagner, Bogner, whatever however the hell you pronounce his name? In a game that means absolutely jack shit. If Mo Wagner getting in your head is, and you have headbutted him, and that's one game, if he gets in your head, 
and and you have to show it and it's caught on camera, that should be a minimum 10-game suspension. <laughs> he should have to sit out the first round. Seriously, what is he doing? I That one I cannot what answer. Did it, what did it stem from also? I didn't see, but... Oh, my it, God. It looked like there was a dead ball and he just did, ran did, off. Did you see any... I'm going to look on Twitter. Eagles, look on Twitter right now. Find me a quote about... Why? What was the motivation? Why did Giannis do it? What got him? He said so he, he said he lost his cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> um, the funniest part for me is that they suspended him for a game and a meaningless game that he probably wasn't going to play anyways. Yeah, so and they won John Morant in the playoffs. Last, no, they thing, want they realistically they don't have Zion. They want Dame. They want Dame in the playoffs. Yeah, now they do. Last thing before we do ranked is the new rules, which are hilarious, but also people got kind of upset about. Did you not see the rules about people coming into the bubble? Oh now? yeah, Instagram models come hither. No, yes, they put very yes, <laughs> they put very specific, uh, very specific. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but certain people can't come if you didn't know that person in person. So like, I wait was a thinking second. We, uh, yeah, I was thinking you text Derek and see if they get the eight, if we can roll through. Just one series. They're going to get washed. That's what I'm saying. One series, let us come through. You got a big bet, Wait, wait, bro. wait, 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 wait. Miles, CJ. Yep, yep. Bro, let's get we in the bubble. Get a spot. Could you imagine? Wait, they each get four? They each get four. You let me it. hold a spot. And who pays for the hotel? Is that like comp? And I'll you get to fly on the team plane. Bro, I'll sleep on the on a, the Hulk, the ride in, in Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would love to go. But the funny funniest part is like they made all these rules to prevent Instagram models from coming. Literally. Like if you look at the rules, it's hilarious. I was watching Tease's vlog and I remembered a scene, the scene I told you to watch where Russ was talking to Tobias about their gambling escapades and Russ's wife was there and like, how, you know, like it was very clear it was only NBA players. So I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I, I haven't been buying that. Nobody's there right now. Like, like did you see what happened? Not. Did you see what happened with Donovan Mitchell on Instagram what live? No. What happened? <laughs> We'll talk off. No, nah, we'll, nah, we'll talk now. Who cares? Um, let's just say he was on Instagram Live and you heard a little. And nobody knew if it was coming from the computer or another person in the room. Ah, interesting. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. On that note, we are going to take a very quick break. One that I'm going to need to refresh for. We will be back in a second. All right, fam, we are back on Thursday. Today's ranked. We are ranking breakfast entrees, very specifically entrees, because breakfast foods, we were unclear. Would bacon be allowed? Would hash browns be around? Tater tot? There's just too many. See that? Look at the chat. What happened in the chat? Eagle setting. Cowboys just signed Everson Griffin. Wow. Doesn't really. Eagleson, find out for how much money. Doesn't really do much for their secondary. Which is a real issue. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't realize he was a free agent. Isn't he good? How is he? Oh, I guess Clowney's still a free agent. All right, Eagles, figure it out. All right, here we go. Ranked breakfast entrees, like I was saying. Listen, I don't you know, care that he went to four Pro Bowls. Bacon, hash browns, etc. All right, let's start it up. I'm going to go number three. 
Pancakes. Damn it. Who doesn't love a pancake? Yeah, where do you... All right, let's just get into it. Where do you stand? <laughs> nah, nah, let's do the list. We'll do it after. All right. My number three is going to be cereal after midnight. Wow. Strictly wow. after Strictly after midnight. Wow, I did not see that coming. That was that was at, that was an audible oh. because I had pancakes at three. Okay, all right. My number two. terrible selection. That's gonna get you crushed online. No, after midnight. Still terrible. Yeah, that wasn't great. Milk first, milk first. <laughs> My number two, good old omelet. However you take it, a good old mm. omelet. How do you take it? Um, I you use, do weird. You do veggies. Yeah, I do peppers, onions. I load it. Peppers, onions, cheese. Usually, um, I, I I go back and forth between bacon and sausage. I really do. I am actually not like by itself. If you're going to like a a breakfast buffet and there's that huge like silver thing you pull mm-hmm. up and there's bacon, I'm never mm-hmm. just grabbing strips of bacon to munch on on the side. That's me, kind of a that's kind of a you. No, no, <laughs> that's kind of a you. Thing. No, no. I know I'm very much in the minority, but I'm not like that big of a bacon person. It needs to be on something, in something. Like I can't. I, don't, I just I don't like eating bacon by itself. That is sausage. One of, I'll get a side said of sausage. Some blasphemous things on the podcast. That's up there. Bacon so. by itself is it is. You. Know I mean, I know it's minority. like I know it's like. I mean, listen. I like to look at my cholesterol. All right, all right. My omelet, thanks for asking, is ham and cheese. I like bacon and sausage on the side. I actually ham, ham. You can miss me with all things ham. Really, all things ham. The little cubed hams in an omelet. First off, that's not ham. That's mystery meat. Yeah, that probably is. Wait, nothing else other than. I mean, I've added mushrooms, and I'll do ham and bacon. I'll do ham sausage bacon, but I'm a meatitarian. That's my thing. Uh, ketchup, hot sauce. We'll talk. We'll talk. All right. My number two what do you mean is... we'll talk? But <laughs> well, we're going to break out into a bigger discussion on breakfasts. I'm just trying to get through the list. My number two is waffles. And big carb my, guy. Big carb my, guy. Yes, big carb guy. My number one is eggs because eggs, they're too versatile. I could do scrambled sunny side up, omelet. You just totally circumvented. Why? You can't just pick eggs. Why? You can't just pick eggs. If I, you know, you want to know what my thing is? Scrambled eggs with ham and cheese. I actually go with that over an omelet. Omelets are too cooked for me. I like undercooked eggs. Don't mind. And now that I've given you my ranked, I, I'm going to let you say you're number one, but I have to like get everything off my mind. Like it's very specific for these items. So finish. number one, you just totally botch. Why? It's a breakfast sandwich. However you take it, bacon, egg and cheese, sausage, egg and cheese, you know, I've never had pork roll or Taylor. I don't even know what I'm supposed to call it being from New Jersey. I know, yeah, I know, like I've New Jersey, had... New Jersey. What do you call it? Ham? No, pork roll versus Taylor ham. I don't really know what that is. Is it I've just ham? It. I, I couldn't identify. I believe it's ham. I don't know. Pork I'm curious what they do in Canada. Eagleson, tell us what you eat for breakfast because I'm sure it's something it's, ridiculous. It's, just, like it's, literally, it's literally a bowl of syrup with a spoon. <laughs> All right, so let me get into good this. Syrup, number one, good, good syrupy. Number one, I am. I think the the waffle pancake French toast conversation is very complicated because plain, plain by itself, I probably go pancakes, French toast, waffle. You're saying you're actually, saying not adding syrup, not adding. Nobody eats any of those plain. Like maybe butter and syrup. Let's say butter and syrup. How do you rank your stuff? First off, I only put I don't put butter on any of them. I put syrup okay. only. 
Okay. Second, I go. Just syrup. Three French toast, easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One and two comes down to what I'm in the mood for, but right. more times than not, I'm in the mood for pancakes over waffles. Same. But here's the thing. I go number two with waffles on this list and number one overall in the carb breakfasts because strawberry and whipped cream waffle, like that hits the spot for me. That's if like it, my if, jam. If there's, a topping, if there's a topping in anything, if it's pancakes or waffles, I don't care what it is, it's chocolate chips. Right, chocolate Chocolate chip pancakes are always a great option. The waffles with chocolate chips and powdered sugar at Woodholm's Buffet, obviously a staple. I went, a a big college move for us when we were, when it was late at night, I'll say, was going to the IHOP or going to the Denny's. Mm -hmm. IHOP would have $3.99, all you can eat pancakes. Yeah, it's just not a good business model to be in a... a I mean, how much much is one, what are their margins on one pan, I mean... Well, you're, you know, for college kids, when they go in that certain state of mind, you're losing money. Right. You're going to but lose money. It's a fair point. How much is a pancake for a company that really just makes a ton of pancakes? Their margins are probably people, pretty high. People, people sleep on IHOP. Like their eggs are good. They, other stuff is good. I'm a Waffle House guy. True. Never, true and thorough. never had. Never had. Yeah. So that's like probably the best experience of your life. Um, and then I have a note here on my notes, and that's unless it's French toast sticks. Now, if we're talking French toast sticks, that changes the game for me. Have you had French toast sticks outside of where we grew up? No, they're not a summer thing. Can. Summer can. They're a thing. No, nah, they're a thing. I don't really, I think you thing. can get it. You can get them in like the stores and everything. Let's just say our summer camp's French toast sticks beat like, oh, oh, okay. Time out on the floor. I'm, I'm changing the entire list. We are... Moving French toast from not on the list to number one, Max's French toast in Austin, Texas. That is pretty much the goat of breakfast food. If you've never had it, I just feel bad for you. If you just go I to, can't believe that slipped my mind. Just honestly. go to Austin, Texas, and just eat. Don't do anything else. That's just really just all you eat. need to do. Just eat. I can't believe I forgot about that. All right, Eagleson, get in here for some what the puck. Eagleson's Eagleson's Maple Leafs were knocked out of the qualifying yeah, you, rounds yeah, in Game you, 5. you bitch. Uh, my Caps lost today. Abe's Flyers, I believe, are still up. Are they up, Abe? Well, the Sixers, I just looked. There's six seconds left, and something just happened. We're down by two. Oh, yeah, okay. we just gave up a shot with seven seconds left. <laughs> um, what's the score of the Flyers game? Flyers game up one nothing in the second period. Best team in hockey. Hottest team in hockey. Number one seed in the Eastern Conference. You know how it goes. Fair enough. All right, Eagleson. Abe, get the timer going. I believe we have a rant on our hands. I'm very excited for this. Three, two, one, go. $40 million. That's how much money the Toronto Maple Leafs are putting into four players. John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander. That $40 million is almost half of the Leafs' salary cap. So you'd think if they were investing this much money into four players, they would produce, right? Nope. In a series-clinching elimination game, they can't score one pucking goal. Not one for a team that's all about a high-flying offense and playing that kind of hockey. They were shut out twice in a best-of-five qualifying round. Not even a real playoff series. If you weren't that big of uh, you weren't that big of a hockey fan, you might think that this was a fluke. Nope. Three years before this, that same team with the same core was bounced in the first round. Twice from Boston and once from Jack's Capitals, who took a beating from the Islanders earlier today. Basically, what I'm saying is that is the Leafs are the most frustrating team in the league. Since they lost, they were entered into the NHL lottery draft for the number one pick and most likely Alexi Lafreniere. And no, the Leafs. Oh, 
Oh, that's tough. I'll finish that thought for Eagleson. So not only did the Leafs, who, Abe, when you heard the, the word $40 million and then I saw that was like Alec Burke's money, like hockey it will is be. no... It will be Alec Burke's ho- Hockey is no money. Julius Randle is $63 million contract. What do you so think, Jack? Those- a lot of people are saying that the Rangers took the Knicks lottery luck. And um, only one team, or they were a gift for both. Yeah, it could be an MSG thing. You saw the? Did you ever see the video, Abe? That of the lottery. No. So it's it's. You the think same I watched the NHL lottery? <laughs> no, but it's a clip. It's a clip, dude. The they do the same ping pong balls, and you know how it gets sucked up. You watched a bunch of lotteries. You were a Sixers fan, or you still are? Are you still a Sixers fan? Continue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Their ball was like in the tube to get sucked up. It bounces four times and falls out, and the Rangers one gets sucked up. They actually got they got double doing. Yeah, so in a lottery, not a game seven. Crime, <laughs> crime, crime, River Eagleson. Fair enough. Eagleson, um, how? What pick do you guys have? Just put your put your hands up. You're probably like fourteen, thirteen. <laughs> He's typing. No, he's not speaking. No, um, absolutely all right. not. So, yeah, that's what the puck. NHL playoffs underway. Five overtime games. Yo. Like, at that point. Uh, no, I just... actually want to know. Like, I wish one of those players. Re- Find me a hockey vlog, Eagleson. I know one of the players are vlogging down there. So I, 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 I don't know. I want to know what those players felt like this morning. It's it, It's absolutely absurd. Yeah, I I can't even imagine. 80, right, 80, 89 saves or something from the one guy. Yeah, that's bizarre. If I if I had bet on that game, I would want my money back cuz I would have I lost. I cannot even fathom being on the losing side of that. You cannot <laughs> if you're if you're a sports book out of pure integrity and good ethics, if you make someone watch a 6-hour bet, you should have to fund refund them if they lose. That's a fair statement. That's a fair statement. All right, we got big stuff to go handle. Mook, Mook Morris, the King, MPJ, who I love. We need not him tonight. To not tonight. Snapback fam, we will talk to you on Monday. Best of luck to whoever makes it in the eight nine game. And go Spurs, go Knicks.